0: This will not go down as one of the most popular podcasts I've done. But on the contrary, I believe that it will be one of the most important podcast episodes that I might ever do on the Uplift Effect podcast. My name is Jill Falling. I am the owner and creator of the Uplift Effect Coaching and Consulting, and I coach parents, mothers particularly, to help them create a stress-free household, through my framework that I created called Chaos to Calm. And if I am going to be true to my word, true to who I am, having a background in grief and trauma as a therapist, and working with children who come from families in crisis, then I have to be willing to do the unpopular thing and have the conversation that you might not like. It's very uncomfortable for me as well, but it needs to be talked about because the more we don't talk about it, the bigger this problem becomes. And I would be a terrible coach and therapist if I see and know of one of the biggest opportunities to help heal families and I don't address it. It's about personal responsibility. And that's why this will not be popular. Because the truth is, people do not want to take personal responsibility. No, it's actually easier, more convenient, um, feels much less vulnerable for sure. If we can blame somebody else, some other system, an organization, a society, something else is to blame for what's going on with our children. Personal responsibility is not gonna win me friends and influence people in all sectors. Matter of fact, there's gonna be quite a few people that this will step on their toes, that they will not like how it sounds and how it feels because it's truth. The reality is we cannot And we will not be effective in raising children who we want them to be if we are not that person ourselves. Now I'm not saying that or suggesting that we need to be perfect. There is no such thing. We're not going to be perfect. But even when we mess up, what do we do with that? That's still important. Taking personal responsibility for who we are For the background that we come with that may have some things in it that need healing, that need adjustment, that need some attention, is what is required when parenting. We do not parent well on accident or nonchalantly. Children are raised well when they are raised intentionally Just for kicks and giggles, I want to start with some facts from the end of 2020. At the end of 2020, Chicago police reported more than 750 murders, a jump of more than 50% compared to 2019. By mid-December, Los Angeles saw a 30% increase over the previous year with 322 homicides. There were 437 homicides in New York City by December the 20th, and nearly 40% more than the previous year. I would say that it's safe to assume that our country is in crisis in ways that go far beyond the COVID pandemic. I would also like to suggest that when our society is in this kind of crisis, it is not in crisis alone. It is in crisis because it is a reflection of our family units that are also in crisis. One of the things I heard recently as a comment was made about the number of young adults, adolescents and youth, that are involved in a large number of these killings and crimes is that the question was raised, so where are their parents? And I think it's a fair question to ask. Where are the parents? I want to share with you an excerpt from a book Uh, Raising Your Children With No Regrets. It is written by Katherine Hickam. She's a licensed social worker. I had the wonderful privilege of speaking with her personally over Zoom this week. She is going to be a speaker in my upcoming summit this in July that I will be sharing with you more about. One of the sentences I'm going to quote from her that she has in her book, she says, Our example is more important than our words. And our interactions with our children provide greater potential impact on their future relationship than our instruction. One of the things that she talks about in this book is about being present. And so, before I get into a few other things, I want to read this to you first. The title of this section is called Be Present. And she says, so therein lies the issue. We're so rushed and active with well-meaning activities that we miss the deeper life issues that can have a huge impact on the quality of our lives and our children's health. We've stopped being present with our children, even in their presence. A new concept is floating around our culture. This new phenomenon contributes to increasingly empty parent-child interaction. It's called present absent. Let me explain. A mother is attending her child's little league game or dance lesson while on the field or in the studio. She spends her time on her cell phone chatting with her friends, making plans, dealing with some other issue and some other life matter. Whenever her child looks over towards his or her mom to gain a sense of support and encouragement, instead that child sees that the mom in her attention is directed towards a phone conversation. She isn't engaged with her child even though she is present while the mother can satisfy her feeling of air quotes being there for her child. She isn't really there for her child at all. She is present absent. Her body is present while her attention and her energy are on our other directed and not child focused. Let me read that again. She is present absent. Her body is present but her attention and her energy are other-directed and not child-focused. I am not saying that we have to fast from the phone, which I have done, by the way, many times during, during practices, games, and rehearsals, but I do think that we need to awaken to the amount of time that we spend with our children when we're not actually with our children. The reason why I read that to you Is because we know that children who have parents who are actively engaged in their life, who are present-present, not present-absent, are less likely to need drugs, alcohol, and validation from other outside sources that are going to cause them great crisis in their life. If the children's needs are being met within the house, if they are feeling heard, understood, and validated in the parent-child relationship, most of the time, they are not going to turn elsewhere to have those needs met. That's personal responsibility. Parents, we all own that responsibility. That is on us. We must stop blaming what's going on in society, we must stop blaming other organizations and all of these other things for what's happening with our children when the reality is they're going to these other places because their needs are not being met emotionally in the home because they have emotionally unavailable parents. And we become emotionally unavailable when we have backgrounds that need tended to when we have got depression anxiety addictions and all kinds of things that we are reacting that are reactionary behaviors because of things that we have not dealt with in our childhood or in our adulthood and we haven't been willing to address those things to dig in below the surface and get healing where healing needs to take place so that we can rise to the occasion and intentionally parent our children. They are not going to be raised accidentally, and they are not going to turn out the way we would want them to turn out if we throw our hands up and just hope for the best. As you have heard me say many times before, and if you hear nothing else today, I want you to hear this. We will not raise children to be the people that we want them to be if we are not the people that we want them to be. That requires personal responsibility. That requires managing ourselves, taking a very hard, honest look in the mirror about who we are in public and who we are, maybe more importantly, behind closed doors our children will not be what we are not. And so if we want to raise children with integrity, we have to be adults of integrity. If we want our children to be people who grow up to be honest, we must model being honest. If we want our children to know what to do in crisis, And to know how to handle difficulties. And to believe that they are capable of handling hard times. Well, we're going to have to be adults who model how to appropriately deal with life when it goes wrong. When it's hard. Do we dig in and pull together? Or do we numb out and check out? Our example of, and who we are and what they are seeing and living with on a daily day to- day basis is who they will become. before I go, I want to tell you that over the years of working with families in crisis and a variety of different positions and jobs that I have had, I have had many terribly difficult emotional conversations with parents who were in crisis with their child. And I have been asked the question over and over and over again, where did I, as their parent, go wrong? I think in crisis, parents quickly recognize that they had a role to play. What I want to do is to encourage parents to not get to that point, to be very intentional and on the upfront, start asking, how can I go right? How can I do this right? How can I help my children to be the very best that they can be, even in the midst of a community and a society right now that is struggling and is in severe crisis? How can I get it right? And I promise you, if you will dig in, lean in, and engage your children and be a part of their life in meaningful ways, To be present, present. You will stand a chance of coming through this on the other side and feeling like you did a very good job. That your kids are who you want them to be because you were a great example. It can be done. It can be done very well. I see it happen all the time. And if you are one of those parents that are rising to the occasion. You are in the batter's box and you are ready for whatever pitch has come your way because you have done your homework and you are doing the thing. Regardless of what your background was, you are actively parenting your child. I want to say to you, good job. It's going to pay off. And I promise you that those are the things that will truly make a difference. So I wanna leave you with that encouragement today that we as parents, we get this responsibility. This is a get to have responsibility. We will be better people because of it and we will have better relationships because of it and we will be able to look back at the relationship with our children as they then become adults. And we will be so thankful for the work we did because we see it in the fruits of our labor in their lives. Have an excellent week. Know that you were all my favorites. And thank you so much for listening to the Uplift Effect podcast.